from the locker room at the M&M Multimedia Studios, this is the Six Man Podcast. When it comes to technology, these guys are running the fast break. Now straight off the bench to save the game, it's your technology champions, Mike Early and Alex Johnson. Welcome, Alex, and welcome everyone to another episode of the Six Man Podcast. We are your technology champions. We have a great show lined up today. We're talking cybersecurity once again. We have cybersecurity expert Jonathan Goldberger from TPX joining us. But before that, if you've listened to us before, great. Thank you. Welcome back. If this is your first time, let me explain what we're kind of got going on here. As technology changes at an exponential pace, Alex, it is extremely difficult uh, for business owners and IT leaders to keep up. As this technology podcast, the Six Men podcast, we come off the bench as your trusted technology advisors. We bring in special guests, industry leaders, and help navigate that confusion that's out there in the technology marketplace. Or, as you would normally say, help, the, help them dominate their competition via technology. Yep, that is correct. Absolutely. We basically break it down to help the business owner understand the different technologies and what it really truly means to their business. Um, if you have any questions or feedback for our shows, please email us at info at sixmanpodcast.com or you can text or leave a message at 239-215-4200. So as I said, we're talking cybersecurity once again, Alex. We are. We yeah. are. Uh, it seems like we just did it a few episode, uh, episodes ago. I think you're right. I think that episode we were referring to um, or, or discussing bad actors on the network. Right. How to isolate them, how to remove them, how to train staff to see them, right? Right. Um, and, you know, cybersecurity has been touched upon on every one of our episodes at some point, right? Every every technology manufacturer provider, they, they've got security somewhere in there, right? It's cybersecurity... Absolutely has to be top of mind for every computer user, whether it's business right. or personal computing, right? Right. Um, it, it impacts everybody, ap- right? With, I mean, without, not, without a doubt. Not only just the business owner, whether it's a small, medium, large enterprise, to, it affects all of us right. individually. It, right. I mean, our home, uh, what we do, you know, they could get it. I mean, the bad guy, the bad actors, as we call them, will get to you no matter what. They don't. Well, they don't pick and choose. <laughs> now, well, you know, you talk, you talk, you talk about the 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 home user. What about in today's hybrid workforce, right? right. Where where you've got IT staffs who were already short staffed or, or or run thin, and that was just operating one building. Now they have to manage security across hundreds, maybe thousands of employees home offices across the country, across the nation, across right. the uh, world, right? How, how, how do they handle that, right? How do, how, how do they get a grasp on it? Um, and it's being done, right? There's many successful organizations getting this accomplished, right? But it's a multi-layer approach, and that's neither cheap or easy, right? right. Uh, today, I still run into clients, uh, IT decision makers, who, who still want to not put the proper amount of time or money towards their cybersecurity solution. We all want cybersecurity to go away, <laughs> in a sense, right? We want it far less complicated, cheap, 
unfortunately, it's a, a, almost a wild, wild west out there as every day the, the th- network threat landscape changes, mm. right? Yeah. Uh, and a lot of companies just don't know where to begin. And a lot of them, as we find out, kind of put their head in the sand, hope and pray uh, for the best, right? right? And that's right. just not a good strategy to have. And, and again, because it's such a multi-layered approach, right? Um, you need to have multiple vendors you're speaking to in regards to a different different solutions. Um, you know, and the landscape is changing daily. It changes hourly, right? right. Um, it's 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 crazy what what all encompassing cybersecurity is and the threats that you have to potentially guard from. Um, you know, the key. It's simple. They have to start with a base and a base of a solution for their cyber security approach. Everybody is is different. All the environments are, 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 are slightly tweaked to, to their liking. How, how do they manage that? How do they take care of it all, right? Um, and having that, that base and then building from that uh, and making sure it's reviewed often and updated regularly, your plan, right? Um, that ultimately becomes your IT insurance policy, right? Right. I mean, they literally have to look at, you know, they pay insurance for everything, right? And as a business owner... <clears throat> You have car insurance, you have, you know, everything. You really have to look at it, uh, your cybersecurity strategy as an insurance policy. Absolutely. Right? It is a cost of yeah, business. Yeah, what, what does it cost? Uh, was it the stated disruption report? We've talked about it in other episodes. Um, 60% of businesses that suffer a catastrophic data breach are out of business within six months. Six months. Six months. Imagine that. That's, that's I mean, wow. you work your Staggering. whole life, right? You're a small business, you work your whole life, and then with a drop of like that, you could be out of business yeah. in six months. Yeah. And, and, you know, having that true strategy is what most businesses should do and IT leaders, but unfortunately, they just don't know where to begin, right? And cybersecurity is paramount to keep their business and their head above the sand as instead of right and, yeah. the, and get rid of that a hope for the best mindset well yeah yeah that in any business model doesn't work especially in the cybersecurity approach Absolutely. right um you know it's not the way to go about practicing safe security for your data um or keeping the bad guys away it just right. it just isn't the way to do it uh and that's you know when you when you talk about as a business owner or an IT staff who is overwhelmed and and don't know what paths they should go down to help determine right what they what they need for their cybersecurity, right? That's where you bring in a, a trusted technology advisor, right? Someone like, well, I don't know, like Traverse Technologies, right? Who can who can bring in, you know, um, multiple vendors, uh, world leading vendors like TPX, for example, uh, and and have the ability to provide a uh, network assessment, uh, network threat assessment, excuse me, and help build a unified um, threat management model for the client so that they can save money, time, and potentially their overall business, right? right? Give them the, we can give them, or companies like TPX can give them real actionable recommendations right. to help their business stay afloat. Yep. Yep. I mean, knowledge is key. It helps reduce the risk. Um, and like you said, we have partners that can help businesses and your IT leaders with their security strategy. So if you are out there and you are a business owner and this is something that you know you need to do, 
please give Alex a call because we can sit down and break it all out for you and bring in the true experts out right. there. You don't have to be an expert. If you're an IT leader, you don't have to be the expert. Right. You don't have to read, read, read. Mm. You're never going to catch up. Right. But we have teams of experts that are on top of this. Yep. Okay. So today I'm going to, uh, in our starting lineup, we have a very accomplished, we're very lucky to have him. Uh, he's a very accomplished senior executive at TPX. He's got more than 25 years experience spanning security and technology roles. He has a diverse cybersecurity background, leaning security solutions at TPX, Cisco, SourceFire, and CyberTrust. He's worked as a sales engineer at Venify, and also was a general manager for security solutions for Unisys. His expertise extends across all professional and small, medium, and large. He knows the challenges of the small to medium-sized business and what they need for their security. Welcome, the one, the only, Jonathan Goldberger. Welcome, Jonathan. Welcome, Jonathan. Thanks for joining us today, buddy. Thanks so much. Great to be here. Fabulous to be here. Great. Thank you for joining us. Um, before we jump into this, um, Jonathan, tell me a little bit about TPX and what you guys bring to customers in the security game. Sure. Well, TPX, quite simply, we make it easy with it being information technology, information security. We can go from the start of, of your circuit and literally the data feed through the perimeter and manage that for you, architect that for you, whether it's in the cloud or you want to have it on-prem. You then move into the perimeter and we'll manage your firewall. We'll manage then the endpoints, the devices you have on your network, the routers and servers that you have on your network. We do data center or as well as managing, as I mentioned in the cloud. And from a security perspective, we're really focused on those key risks that happens to everyone, regardless of sector, regardless of size, regardless of security maturity. These are the, the key things that everyone must do to protect from the most common risks that are out there. And so with that, we start, we focus on securing the perimeter, secure the endpoint, having a secure backup solution and making the users, the users your first and last line of defense. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's perfectly said and well done, John. Jonathan, thank you. The, your team at TPX is phenomenal and, and we're grateful to work with y'all. Um, you guys are true assets to our business. There's a perception within cybersecurity, right, that it's like a foreign language uh, and it's extremely intimidating for the layman. So as a security expert of many years, will you help our audience get a better understanding of how their organization can determine in the best options on how they should budget um, and, and, and what path they should go down in regards to their cybersecurity solution? Sure, Alex, that's a great question. So first off, Everybody gets intimidated with security. There's like a thousand different acronyms out there. It seems way uber technical. I got all this equipment I got to buy. And let's not forget, everybody's calling saying, this security risk is your greatest risk. Therefore, you got to pay money to remediate this one. And so for many folks, you guys said it so well, they just, it's so much easier to do nothing. So they put their head in the sand. But you know security. Everybody does. If you've got a home, you have been practicing cybersecurity for your home for years. And by that, I mean, you know how to protect your home. We don't have folks running around without locks on their doors. 
We don't have folks running around where they, they essentially have, you know, huge shrubs in front of their windows and they've got the no lights around their house. And, um, and, and they, they, you know, folks who, who leave the doors wide open or the windows wide open. We do things today to protect our home. Same thing with our car. You're not going to park your Maserati in the far distant corner of the lot where there's no lights and leave a bunch of cash on the dashboard and the windows <laughs> down. No, you, you know security. And the same thing's true for your computers. There are things you can do to protect those computers. Software you can buy, hardware you can buy. You can lock the doors at the front. You can make sure that it's well lit and protected. You can, and that's through monitoring. You can, you can then make sure your people are smart and they're not like your kids leaving the door wide open so that the, the dog cat runs out and everybody else comes in. That's the practice and the policy side of it. I'd urge people to recognize, you know, security, don't be intimidated by it. Yep. It seems like it's a, a literally a, a war out there, a battle under the boards to put into basketball speak um, to keep the bad guys out uh, of your business. And they just don't know where to start. Um, uh, Jonathan, what do you think the greatest threat for any business from a cybersecurity perspective is? Well, that, 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 Mike, you already actually mentioned it. Which is, which is ransomware. And one of the reasons that ransomware is such a big deal, because we all have in our minds this image of some guy in a hoodie, listening to headphones in a dark room, EDR playing, trying to hack someone. It's, it's just not that way. Realize ransomware is just something that you can, you can essentially send out a bunch of uh, phishing emails to try to get in, and which is one of the most common ways. It's the second most common way. Uh, you can look at remote services that are open, doorways into a network where somebody remotely can connect to that network and find that they're improperly configured. And that's how I get in. These folks who are doing ransomware, they're capitalists. They're modern era pirates. They just <laughs> want to make some Bitcoin. That's really why it's so popular. If there wasn't Bitcoin and all of this money tied to this where people were making money off of it, it wouldn't be nearly as pop as popular as, as as prevalent. Do you think the folks in the, in the Iowa Farm Cooperative were thinking about ransomware while they're doing their business? No, they didn't. Why would yeah. why would a farming cooperative get hacked? No, they're not thinking about it. These 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 ransomware attackers throw out a big wide net, and they just see who they pull in, and they're just trying to make money. So that's why it's the most prevalent security threat for small and medium businesses today. It's the one that everyone should focus on because the one that people are trying to capitalize on the most. Excellent. Well, listen, our uh, head coach is calling uh, timeout. We're going to break away for a quick commercial from our sponsors and we'll be right back. Hello never sounded so good with Ring Central, the leading provider of business cloud communications. Our powerful, easy to use platform provides secure and reliable business communications at your fingertips. Easily manage and route your calls, message your team, switch to video, communicate, collaborate, and connect via any mode, any device, and any location. Make Ring Central your MVP. Message, video, and phone together. Ring Central work together from anywhere welcome back to the six men podcast we're talking cybersecurity with jonathan goldberg from tpx 
Excellent. Jonathan, welcome back. So my question for you is this. Earlier, we were talking about cybersecurity and a strategy is, is imperative to be in place for a company to help mitigate the risk of these ransomware hackers, et cetera, uh, and, and how that works as your IT insurance plan. So what do you consider the three fundamentals for protecting a business from cybersecurity threats? Well, there's there's three different things, and and you know for for every organization, I don't care your size, I don't care what uh, sector you're in or the expertise that you have in your staff, you got to focus on these three things. And the first is having a secure perimeter outcome. What that means is mm. that the perimeter of your network, the the, the perimeter, is just like a, uh, a a castle perimeter. That perimeter it only has one way in. And that one way in is through the firewall. And that firewall is looking at every single packet that comes in, encrypted or not encrypted, it's looking at every packet that comes in. And you do that through having a managed firewall from an organization like PPX that is not just managing the device, but it's also remediating, remediating the threats as they occur so that you're getting the outcome of a secure perimeter versus managing it where you just get an email that says, hey, Jethro, you got somebody knocking on the door trying to get in. That doesn't help you. What you need is that remediation. So a secure perimeter outcome. The second is a secure endpoint outcome. We're all working remotely. For, for so many organizations, the laptop now, the iPad is the uh, most uh, critical device from a protection standpoint. And so making sure that that device is patched and maintained consistently and in a continuous manner, making sure that you have the security protection software, making sure that you have that remediation. So when something happens, it gets eliminated, which is so very important for small business owners. And then make sure that you and I, the user, doesn't introduce threats, making them smarter associated with security and have filtering uh, software on the endpoint that inhibits them from going to known bad sites. And then the third, quite simply, you want a secure backup, backup uh, outcome. And that means if something happens, if you get ransomed where your entire network gets encrypted, all your laptops get encrypted, all your servers get encrypted, your backup solution does not. And so it's really important that your backup solution is focused on being protected from ransomware, current, maintained, and can quickly, through a test, be validated that it, it, it will restore if something bad does happen. Those are the three. Defense wins championships, <laughs> yeah. right? So Jonathan, really let's break down a little bit more in detail. How does a business really tr achieve a secure outcome for their perimeter? Yeah, you know, a lot of folks have, have thought, well, if I buy this thing and I plug this thing in, I'm now protected. I mean, we've been doing right. this idea for, for securing anything. You know, it's like, heck, I'm gonna get healthy. I had, a, I had a heart issue. I went to the doctor. Doctor's like, Jonathan, if you don't get healthy, you're gonna be sitting on a gurney. So you better get going. So I go buy a Fitbit. I go buy a, you know, a, a, a tracker that's just monitoring how many steps I take. Man, that doesn't do anything for getting me healthy, achieving that outcome, which is I don't wanna be on a gurney. 
So what you need to do is you need it. There are tactical and functional things that you need to do. Just like how do you get healthy is not just buying a Fitbit. From a perimeter perspective, you definitely need a next generation firewall that has deep packet inspection. I don't expect you to know this. Don't even worry about what deep packet inspection is. But remember this. When a packet comes into your network, a firewall needs to scan it to make sure there's no malware in it, to make sure it's not a threat. Well, the majority of traffic, anywhere between 85 to 95% of traffic on networks is encrypted. It means it can't be seen. It's basically wrapped and so that nobody can see what's inside it. That would be like us going to the airport and 85 to 95% of the people who are in line at TSA, they go, oh, no, no, no. You don't have to put your, your luggage through the scanner. Just, you, you don't even have to walk through it. Just go right around, go around. 85 to 95% of you go around. And that's what ha that's what's happening if you don't have a deep packet inspection, next generation firewall. So you gotta make sure you're enabling that feature. And then you wanna make sure that the people who are managing it, because most small businesses, medium businesses, they don't have the expertise and the people and the time. So you wanna have a managed provider like TPX, but you want that provider to do remediation. Make sure that they have true remediation, not an email, not a notification, but actually remediates the threat. And the term that, I, that, that the uh, industry uses is MDR. And, and so Mike, if you give me one more second, I'm gonna, I'm gonna expand oh, yeah. on what that means yep. for folks. Absolutely. You know, MDR is, is, is an, a, a, an improvement to managed services. Managed services legacy is I manage a device like a firewall, and if I detect a threat, I let you know. I send you an email. That's manage detect. Then they went to manage detection and response, with that response hopefully being remediation. For many companies, it isn't. Managed services providers, they still just send you that email. And what you end up with is that image of the, the little kid at the McDonald's Playland ball pit just drowning in all these messages that come in about alerts on the firewall. We at TPX look at the R in MDR and managed detection and response as remediation, where we actually remediate the threat. Babysitting is a metaphor here. And this is the way that I, I hope it sinks in. Managed detection at, from a babysitting standpoint is like this. Hi, Mr. Goldberger, I'm babysitting Johnny. This is Sarah. Just want you to know, Johnny got a hold of some scissors. He's running through the neighborhood. Enjoy dinner. You know what, they managed my kid, they detect a threat and they let me know. But I still gotta run home from dinner and find Johnny before he does something terrible to the neighborhood cat. Managed detection response in the same way from TPX is like this. Hi, Mr. Goldberger, yes, this is, this is Sarah. I'm babysitting Johnny, I want you to know, he got a hold of some scissors. Don't worry, don't worry. I coaxed them from him, exchanged a lollipop, we're good. But I also noticed he had some other scissors in the drawer, I took those out. And that knife block you got on the counter, yeah, he can reach that too. So I moved that. I put them all up in the cupboard. He can't reach them anymore. Enjoy dinner. But when you come home, A, you got to find another place to put those. And B, you got to let Johnny know why it's bad to run around with scissors. Enjoy dinner. It's very great analogy. Yeah. Very different analogy. experience. That's what you got to have from a perimeter standpoint, an endpoint standpoint. You want to make sure your partner's doing remediation. Yep. Very awesome. well. I yeah. know I know we've got some of those in place. Yeah. Uh, with clients across the state and it's a it's a phenomenal product and it it, it works. 
Um, another thing that we see a lot of, we talked on it uh, or touched on it, I should say, a moment ago, um, end users, butts and seats, right, being, being a lot of the problem. Um, and, and those people sit at what? What I'm sitting at, an endpoint, right? right? A laptop, a phone, right? And with the number of endpoint devices growing crazy, right? I think I read a report the other day, the average user has over three devices, right? Yeah. Uh, just just in, their, in, their, in their own arsenal, right? So Jonathan, what do you see as the, one of the largest mistakes that corporations take when it, when it comes to handling endpoint protection? Well, there's, there's the user, which we'll save to that later. The user <laughs> Fair <is> enough. The <laughs> but from a device standpoint, the thing that everybody's doing is they're putting antivirus on their device and they go, I got AV, man, I'm good. Let's roll. AV doesn't do anything. AV at this point, antivirus, that's a 1995 technology. That's like saying, let me go ahead and have my brand new Mustang. And the only security feature I got in that brand new Mustang is I've got seatbelts and I got an airbag in front of me. When we know that security features today, man, they break for you. They keep you from running over things when you're backing up. They make sure that you stay in the lane when you're driving down the road. Heck, some will even do some driving for you. There's all kinds of security capabilities today, but the same thing's true with computers. Everybody's running around with 1995 technology when our threats are in 2021. Antivirus does not protect you from ransomware. This is so important. I'm gonna repeat it. Antivirus does not protect you from ransomware. It protects you from a lot of different threats where they have a signature, they know what it looks like, but it doesn't once the threat, as in if I get phished, I introduce and download the malware and it executes, AV doesn't usually catch it. You gotta have EDR, endpoint detection and response, which looks at the behavior of the malware to predict its uh, uh, nefarious desire. I mean, it, it, the fact that it wants to run and hide and encrypt your environment. Antivirus doesn't do it. You must have endpoint detection and response. Awesome. Um, so, John, I'm going to say, you know, everyone puts their heads in the sand, and uh -huh. we've talked a lot about that today. Um, and we've talked a lot about different ways that they should uh, set up their security strategy. But name one thing everybody should be doing, and almost no one is, to protect their business today. That's, that's the users. You know, the, the, the greatest ROI, it's a dirty little secret within the security vendor landscape. The greatest return on investment in security solutions is truly continuous, that's the important word here, continuous security awareness training. Now, I don't mean, you know what, let's have somebody watch a video on some random Tuesday in January and voila, they're then brilliant. You know, if, if I could go to the driving range on a cold January Tuesday, hit a small bucket of balls, and you know what, become a scratch golfer, my life would be bad. But the reality yeah. is, only thing that happens when I go to that driving range in that cold Tuesday of January is I realize I suck at golf and I'm old because my back hurts, my legs hurt, and I can't twist and turn as I used to. Asking yeah. people to be security experts by watching one video in January does not make them an expert. You must tell them, tell them, tell them. Every month, a, you know, a TikTok style training session 
where it's three to five minutes and it teaches them one other nugget associated with security so that it stays relevant in their mind. Then you want to hit them with phishing uh, examples. These are, these are fake emails that, that um, we want them to think before they click so that they're applying what they learn and having that happen every month. One training session, three phishing emails. One training session, three phishing emails. My mom becomes more security aware when I talk to her about it every single month. Your users can too. That's awesome stuff. Awesome, awesome stuff. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Nice. So the last question, Mr. Jonathan, we ask every guest, what is your, or excuse me, whom is your favorite basketball player of all time? Doesn't have to be the best, your favorite. Sure, sure. Well, you know, first off, I got to say Roll Tide. As, as an Alabama <laughs> grad, this is definitely going to have a Roll Tide slant to it. You can't awesome. talk about Alabama basketball without talking about the great Robert Ory. Seven national championships. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Seven. Hey, you ask somebody who's got seven national championships, they're going to be like, MJ! Nope, or they'll no. be like, Six. you know, it got to be LeBron, right? Nope, nope, no. Robert. But Robert that's Ory. not yeah. it. That's not who my favorite is right now. My okay. favorite is a guy by the name of Tyler Barnes. You guys know Tyler? Um, I don't. Tall white guy, three-point shooter? He's, he's, he's not a three-point shooter. He is a gentleman who is a walk-on at Alabama. Played four years, walk-on. Right. From Louisville, he got his first point his senior season. He is someone who is truly the great teammate. We, we think of just all these greats who are out there every single day. I love this guy because he's nice. always on the sideline, cheering everybody on, pumping everybody up, doing the things that you got to do. He gets that we all have jobs. We all have work that we need to do and we need to all take it seriously. And, and, and truly, if we all do our job, a team can be great. He recognizes that he makes everyone else better by doing his job as being the, on the practice squad and on the bench. And I'm gonna tell this back to security for you guys. The same thing's true for our users. If we all get smarter, if we do our job associated with security, we can help protect the fabric of society. Whether we're talking about the Colonial Pipeline or we're talking about the Iowa Farmer Co-op, if we don't introduce these threats, if we take that role seriously, we'll be more secure. Tyler, if you ever hear this dude, rock on. You did great. <laughs> we loved having you at Bama. And gentlemen, Mike and Alex, I really appreciate the opportunity. Jonathan, thank you. It was really good stuff. Thank you for coming. Security is such a large and important topic, and hopefully we'll have you back on for a little bit deeper dive. Thank you, Alex, for another great show. We are your technology champions, helping you dominate with technology. Please remember to like, share, and follow us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, et cetera, the, whatever there. Please like, share, and follow. Excellent. Jonathan, thank you, Mike. Great show. Great show. We'll, uh, we're out. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to contact us, reach out at 239-215-4200. That's 239-215-4200. 4200 or email us at info at sixmanpodcast.com. This segment of the Six Man Podcast is brought to you by the production team and Eminem Multimedia. At Eminem, we make media that makes you learn, laugh, cry, or buy.